Okay, so we begin with this week's Parsha. Parsha's Bereshis. We're going to look at the commentary of the Ramban, Nachman Riz, in uh, chapter 5. So the Torah says like this, Vayhi, and it was, Yimei Adam Achri Halido Yishes. It was the days of the first man, Adam Arishon, after he gave birth to Shes, Shmona Mei Yoshana. He was 800 years old. Vayyari Banu Mubanas. And he gave birth to children, sons and daughters. Vayyu Kol Yimei Adam Asher Chai. All the years of, uh, of the first man that lived, Tisha Mei Yoshana. Ushloshim Shani. He lived 930 years. Vayyamos. And he died. So Adam Arishon was 930 years old when he died. As we know, he was supposed to live forever because he ate from the tree of life. It was uh, uh, decreed upon him that he should die. Uh, he was supposed to live for a thousand years. The manager says he gave 70 years of his life to King David, David Amalach, because he saw that King David was going to die at childbirth. So we're going to read the commentary of the Ramban on this pasuk. The Ramban says like this. Bavur. Because the reason why the Torah tells us the days of these people, if you notice, it's not only it's not only Adam Arishon, it's not only the first man that the Torah tells us his years. But there's other people also at the end of Parshas Bereshis. The Torah tells us how old people were. So because they lived for such a long time, it tells us the specific amount of time that they lived before they gave birth to children and after they gave birth to children. And then the Torah tells us all of the days, all of the years at the end. Until the generations after the flood. Now, the Ramban is bothered by the, no pun intended, the age-old question. Says Ramban, What's the reason that they lived so long? Here's the question. What's the reason they lived so long? Adam Arishon lived for 970 years. There were others that lived longer than him. There were others that lived longer than him. Why did he live for 970 years? So says the Ramban like this. Ki Adam Harishon, the first man, Maisi Yadav Shalakosh Baruch. He was the hand, he was handmade from Hashem. Right, you know, like you see on the, on a, on a motorcycle, it says it was handmade in the United States, in the USA. It's not imported. It's American-made. So Adam Arishan was Hashem-made. He was not imported. He was he was made by the Rabbana Shalom. Right? Maisa Yadav, he was the, the work of his handiwork. Nasa B'Tachos Hashem is Bonoi. When God builds something, He builds it perfect. Right? And gets 75 miles per gallon. When God builds something, it, it never breaks down. You don't have to change the, tris and sp- the suspension. And it's, it's perfect. So the Rabbi Shalom built the first man with the, with, with the utmost poss- possibility for shlemus, for completion. The koach with strength, force, the coma with height. <coughs> first man was, was, was very tall. He was, he was very strong. Everything was perfect in him. Because he was built by Hashem. When Hashem, Hashem does not build something which is second, second fiddle. And even after there was a decree that he should die, still his nature still made it that he should live longer. You hear? Even though he was supposed to live forever. The fact, and when Hashem decreed that he should die, so, so the decree was that the decree did damage, but because of his natural capacity, because of his natural strength and, and build, because he was made by Hashem, he was still able to live for a thousand years. It was natural for him to live longer. That's why, that's why he lived so long. Okay? So Al-Marishan, the reason why he lived so long was because he was the handiwork of God. That's why. Handy work of God is not going to live for 70 years. It's going to live for a thousand years. In next week's Pasha, when the flood came to the land, and this is very interesting, the atmosphere changed. 
the atmosphere was not always the way that it is. Right? Even without the, uh, you know how it is like when you live in L.A.? And now when you go to downtown Phoenix, so there's the smog. You drive up to the top of South Mountain, or you climb up uh, Piesawa Peak, or Squaw Peak Mountain, or you live in Paradise Valley, you walk outside of your house, you could see the smog that's in the valley. It's polluted. The city is polluted. What can you do? Los Angeles is the same thing. There's a smog. The city is polluted. A lot of cars, a lot of stuff going on. Right? City, the air is not like it used to be 70 years ago, 100 years ago. So the same thing. When the Mabu came, says the Ramban, the, the air was perfect. It was clean. The, the atmosphere was, was conducive to, to growth. Not only was Adam Arishan himself built to, to live forever, not only, his, not only was his built-in structure enough to be able to survive for a long period of time, even after he was going to die, but also he lived in an atmosphere that was, he lived in an atmosphere that was conducive for a long life. There was no pollution. It was, it was uh, I don't know what it is, the, you know, the, the perfect uh, uh, confluence of gases in the air and nutrients and uh, uh, whatever, whatever the, the, the science is behind it, was sufficient in order to, 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 to make people live longer than they live now. After the model came, the world became less. The atmosphere became ruined. And that's why the, the atmosphere has been in, deteriora- in a deteriorated state. Deteriorating from the time of the model coming, it, it deteriorated. Until until uh, the people can couldn't live this long, and uh, that's why you see, says Ramban, you see the ages of people get less and less as you read the Torah. Start with a thousand years, maybe a little less than a thousand years, then it goes all the way down to seventy years old. Why? That's because of the atmosphere. The atmosphere became less and less, uh, destroying the, the destroying the, uh, the 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 health uh, capability or the ability of the people to live. So aren't there just two major shifts? In, in people's time spans? After the pre-mobile was a thousand years, post-mobile it was went down to like in the hundreds, like I don't know, three, three four hundred, and then it was 120 was the standard, and then it went down to 70 at some point. Right, but it, doesn't, it didn't happen immediately. It happened over a period of time. The mobile happened immediately. The mobile happened over a period of time. The deterioration or the, the, the years that people lived uh, happened over a period of time. Doesn't Rashi say seasons? The seasons is what causes man to become weak. I don't know what Rashi says. I know what the Ramban says. Where Rashi says that the seasons make him become weak? Maybe I don't know. Saying according to this Ramban, it's not the seasons. It's the it's the marble. It's the 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 the, uh, the flood changed the atmosphere. If you take a look in the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, um, yeah, I don't know page. Uh, I forget which page is, maybe 11. Mars says in Rosh Hashanah that Hashem had to manipulate that the, the atmosphere is controlled by the stars and the constellations. And in order to bring the flood, Hashem had to manipulate a particular star, the Gemara says. So by, by, by taking the star of its place and suspending it from its, uh, its, its movement, it, it, it caused a change in the natural uh, events, and uh, that's how the flood came. So it could be that once uh, the constellations were taken out of place, that caused the, the, it, it never to be the same again, you know, like Humpty Dumpty. You know, even if you, could, if you put them together again, it's not going to be the same. You know, you hurt your knee. It's when you break, break your knee. Sometimes it doesn't come back the same. It doesn't happen. It comes back, but not the same. No, it's never the same. So the atmosphere also, the same thing. When it was put together, it was not the same. You hear? That's not about it. Okay. Before the Mabal, they lived a very long life. There are those people that lived even more than the first man. For example, uh, Mr. Shelach and Noach. These people lived uh, longer. Uh, Jared lived, they lived longer than, uh, than other Marbishan. Vishim, Shinolet, Kodum, Mabal, Chai, Shish, Meos. Shame that shame that was born. He was born. Shame was born. The son of Noah was born before the the Mabel. He lived for six hundred years. Holy boy, it helped him. The fact that he was born before the Mabel. 
because the people that were born after the Mabel did not live for 600 years. But since he was born before the Mabel, he was like in the transition state. Right? He lived through the Mabel. So he went through the change of the atmosphere. So it damaged him to live in the atmosphere that he was in. But because he lived in the atmosphere that he lived in before the Mabel, before the flood, it helped him. So therefore he lived longer than everybody else. He lived for 600 years. Yeah. The easy garbage in his cockle. Then the marble damaged him. His children that were born in Scotland, their days became shorter. His children lived only for 400 years. He lived 600 years. The children are 400 years. So you see already the, the change. Before the marble, Adam Arishon, the first man, lived 970. Right? Uh, Shem, the son of Noach, lived 600. And uh, his children already are living uh, 400. So you go from uh, three, 300 year changes as a result of the marble. Okay? This happened until the, until the generation of, disper- of the dispersion. So the generation of dispersion, the years went down and down. At the time of the, at the, time of the dispersion, the atmosphere even turned to for the worse. And it affected them even more. And so their lives became even shorter. Peleg, Peleg who lived during the time of the Peleg who lived during the time of the dispersion. In his days there was dispersion. He lived even half their years. Lamar Saif shot at 200 years. Adam Arisha 970. Shame 600. His children 400. Then you get to the, the generation of the dispersion. It's already 200. King down Venera Kibidoris Abraham Yitzhak Yaakov Hayayomi Behem Shivim Mishmonim Shonah. When it already got to Abraham Yitzhak and Yaakov, Abraham was born in 1948. Not of the, not of the, this calendar. He was born 1948 of the Hebrew, of the Jewish calendar. 1,000 and, uh, 1,948, two, almost 2,000 years after the, the creation, uh, the creation of the universe. So by the time of Avraham Avinu, says the Ramban, it seems to me the people already lived only 70 years old. 70 years old, 80 years old. As it says in the Pasuk of Tillim, in uh, chapter 90, Kashihizke Moshe Rabbeinu B'Tzilosai. Moshe Rabbeinu mentions that in his, in his tefillah, there the people lived only, only 67 years old. That's it, by the time they got already 2,000 years into, into it, 2,000 years into, uh, into the universe, by that time already, people already, the lifespan was already to 70. Other Mauritian lived to 970, they lived to 70. Because the numbers could be anything, could be 70, 20, 2,000, what's the significance of the numbers? Of which, the, which numbers? All these numbers. I mean, because there, it's not like it is said that people live less and less, they're given specific numbers. Yeah. Of how long a person is going to live. Right. And specific people live specific amounts of time. So that the fact that the exact number of days is quoted, mean you know, 600 versus 613 versus 648, so there's a number given. Right, so according to this, according to the simple, according to Ramban's explanation, it doesn't mean anything. Because according to the Ramban, the Ramban is explaining to us a simple explanation of the text. And the Torah is simply saying, is, look at this person, he lived 900 years, look at that person, he lived 800 years. It's not telling a specific, a specific number, because it wants us to know that there was a specific number for a specific purpose. But it's telling us the number in order that we should see the general picture of the, if we, if we, if we would disperse their years over a graph, then it would be generally in the same area. During that particular period of time, however, that doesn't take away the fact that each person lives for a specific amount of time. Like the Gemara tells us in Tractate Moikata, page twenty-eight A, the Gemara tells us that uh, is everybody's life is determined to a specific amount of time. Right? So we know, we know that Adam Arishon uh, was supposed to live forever. He lived for a thousand years because uh, Hashem decreed that he should live for one day. One day for Hashem is apparently for some reason a thousand years. He only lived 930 because he gave 70 years away of his life to, uh, to Adam Arishon. So by him we know. The others we don't know. So to David Amelach. 
The others we don't know. But according to the Ramban's explanation of the text, the simple explanation of the text is, is that the Torah is telling us, the Torah is telling us that, uh, um, the Torah is telling us the general graph of the amount of years that people live so that we should know this piece of information that uh, the atmosphere and uh, the, the became uh, uh, was uh, degraded uh, a little bit and that other Mauritian himself also was a uh, handiwork of Hashem lived for this period of time. Okay? So we got to the point where we got to the point where now we're up to Avraham Avinu says, uh, says uh, Ramban and uh, during the time of Avraham Avinu people lived for 70-60 years. However, the question is, is that we know that Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov lived a hundred years more than 70 years. <laughs> they lived for much more than that. So how is it possible that the average span of every person is only 70 years? You see that Avraham lived for 175 years, whatever it was, right? Avraham lived much longer than the 70 years, says the Ramban. No, he was born in Moshe Rabbeinu lived to 120. Avala Tzadikim, he says the Ramban. Bidoros and Giras Hashem Tosef Behem Yamim. Says the Ramban, you know why they lived for so long? They lived for so long because they had Yerush Hamayim, because they had the fear of heaven. The fear of heaven made them live longer. In other words, says the Ramban, Abraham lived for more than 100 years. Close to 200 years Abraham lived. Everybody else in his time, his neighbors, his neighbor, lived for 70 years, 80 years. That's it. You know? He, he didn't, have, didn't have any friends. You know, after, after 120, everybody was gone. Shalom. But he, but he was still alive. Why was Abraham alive? Abraham was alive because he... Feared God. Because he feared God. The fear of Hashem adds to the length of a person's life. Says the Ramban, says the Ramban, says the Ramban like this, Kipare Tama al Yaakov. When we look in, uh, uh, let's look in, uh, we look in Pasha's Vayigash, we see that Paro couldn't believe what he saw. Paro couldn't believe what he saw when he saw Yaakov. If you will recall, this is in chapter 47, if you take a look in, the, in chapter 47, when Yaakov meets Paro for the first time, when Yosef brings him in front of Paro, chapter 47, verse number uh, um, 9, right, 47, 9, 47.8, uh, right, it says that Yaakov, um, Yaakov gave a blessing to Paro, right, and then it says like this, How old are you? Paro asks, and this is in part of Vayigash, Paro asks, uh, Yaakov, how old are you? So what does Yaakov respond? Vayemi Yaakov, Paro, Paro says to, uh, Yaakov says to Paro, you may say, I'm 130 years old, Mirad Rayim, etc. Then he gives him a blessing. So this is what he, this is what he tells him. He was 130. No, then. Oh, much older, Yaakov was 147, right? That was 100, it says in Parshas, he was 130. Yeah, he was 130. So, yeah, so Paro asked him, Paro asked him, how old are you? He said to him, I'm 130 years old. Yaakov met him when he was 130 years old. Beginning of Parshas, it says how old he was. Right? Now, so it says the Ramban there, in his commentary, Paris to explain why is the Torah telling us why Paro asked Yaakov how old he was. Says the Ramban, the near Aliki Yaakov Avinu Zorka Seva. Yaakov had old age via near Zakin the old. He looked very, very old. Yaakov looked very old. Paro Paro was amazed at this. Right? He picked up the phone and he called the Guinness World Book of Records. He said, you know, guys, you got to get over here. You got to take a picture of this. You got you to see this guy. 
Okay? This man is 130 years old. We don't know anybody like this, right? He, he invited, uh, who is the main, uh, ABC, CBS, to come and uh, film, to film uh, Yaakov. Most people in the time of Paro didn't live that long. They're already young. He asked him, How old are you? I never saw in my own entire kingdom an old man like this. This was on Yahoo.com. You know, on whatever, MSN.com. This was, this was big news. Brother, you said before, Edmund lived because he had a fear of God. Yeah. Why not a love of God? Why is that not happening? Good question. Love of God, I don't know. Why? Fear of God, he says. Not love of God. That's a good point. I don't know. Well, love of God is fear. Right. A fear, you're doing it because you're afraid, not because you want to. Right. A tremendous system. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, it says in Parshas Akev. The Torah tells us, Hashem, show me What does Hashem ask of you? You should only fear Hashem, your God. And then the Gemara says, maybe we could say, maybe we could speculate. I mean, the Pasuk continues and finishes, says other things also. But the Gemara says in many places in Shas, uh, one of them, I think, maybe page like 16b or 15b in Tractate Nida. The Gemara says that every person has free choice. This Yerushalayim, the fear of heaven, can also be referred to as free choice. Hakobele Shemayim, everything is in the hands of heaven, with the exception of, the, of, of fear of God. Fear of God can mean free choice. So it could be that maybe it means, if we want to say an exegetical and analytical explanation of, uh, of the text, of, of this Ramban, perhaps maybe we could say that he means a general sense. That... Uh, that they were that they had free choice to choose uh, optimally more than everybody else. They were the ultimate. They were ultimately the free the, the choosers. Abraham is the one who chose. Everybody else went with the flow. So because of that, uh, he had uh, he lived longer. You had a love of God. His actions disproved that he had a love of God. He had a belief system. The one God. Right. He, he loved that direction. He no, he definitely did love God. It says it says in the Pesach, Avraham Avi, the 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 Rambam in his uh, in his uh, list of the of the mitzvot. Uh, I think it's mitzvah, mitzvah number three. That when the Rambam talks about the love of God, he gives the as the ultimate example. He gives us Avraham Avinu. Abraham Abinu is the one who loved God because he, he says like this, somebody who loves somebody, they want to tell about the people that they love to everybody else. So Abraham Abinu is a perfect example of that. He went around uh, preaching. The Rambam, the Rambam describes, as we've mentioned before, in, in the beginning of his laws of, uh, of idol worship, the Rambam says that uh, Abraham used to, used to go and preach uh, to thousands and thousands of people, try to convert them to monotheism. As it says in Parshas Lech it's the soul that they converted in 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 Charon to monotheism. So Avram was the consummate example of of love of God. So that's why we're saying that the fear of God in this case is just a, is is just a general statement. It means the choices that you make to do the right thing, free the, the exercise of free will. What do you say? All three of them, didn't they all change their name? Were their names changed? And doesn't that signify, like, Avram became Avraham. Yeah. Yaakov became, yeah, Sarah became, yeah, right. Like, I heard some more and yeah, yeah, that they added on themselves, like, another person. Okay, well, that's not the Ramban's explanation. Okay, it could be that, you know, they changed as a result of free choice. Maybe that we could fit that in. No, Ramban is just saying simple. Because that they were devoted to God and they served Hashem, therefore they lived longer. Everybody else lived seven years, they lived 180. And you can ask, why well, how come Rabbi Akiva didn't live 180? Or how come other people who feared God didn't live longer? That's a good question. It's a good point, I don't know. Avraham Avinu is still Avraham Avinu. Right. Well, that, that can shorten your life. 
Most of the people that to the temple. So I'm just saying, there's a lot of other people that fear God that didn't live to 180. That's true, but you can always make an argument that nobody's in the on the level of uh, of Abraham Avino. Moshe Rabbeinu lived till 120. Okay, it's close. A couple of years. To, uh, yeah. You were saying that the environment was getting worse, and this was a shorter lifespan. Right. Our environment today is filthier than it ever has been before, yet lifespan is expanding. Right. Uh, in the Middle Ages, somebody 40 was considered an old man. Today, the average, there are many centurions. Uh, many people 100 years old. Oh, yeah. On the Today Show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the um, average lifespan has thousand. gone up in the past uh, really? century. Yes. It's probably gone up from uh, the 60s to uh, the mid-70s. Uh, and it's uh, water, rain cleanses you. Just the opposite, you think what happens. If you got a cloudy, miserable, I'm a it's, it's the air is heavy. It's, it's, you can't breathe out. As soon as the rain, it clears up. But right? I mean, it's just, yeah. a burning rain. people now. Like infections. Millions of people are dying of AIDS. They didn't have AIDS in those days. AIDS is killing people from all continents by the thousands. And uh, we've conquered infectious disease in, in many ways, but not completely. Well, they can give an answer to Maybe they didn't have infectious disease. In, in, we I'm sure they had infectious disease at the time. I'm sure they did. We can give an answer to this. We could say, you know, that this, we're speaking in a vacuum. There's all kinds of factors that are involved. Drugs, uh, nutrition. We're going to talk about it uh, in, 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 a mo- in a moment. But, uh, you know, it's not, it's, not, it's not a black and white equation. So in that case, maybe the equation worked. But now we can mitigate... Uh, I don't think that uh, even though people's lifespans are increasing, we're not we're not up to 180 years old yet. So we can mitigate it to some extent, not, not but the we're not up to 120. But the 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 environment still is at a point where, uh, from the perspective of Ramban, people don't live so as long as they used to. And, uh, you know, it's, we're not going to live in 900 years. Not going to live 600 or even 200, like Talag lived. Okay. He commented. Yeah, I don't know if he commented on this. He doesn't comment on this specific verse. He uh, he might comment on it in a different place, but not on this specific okay. verse. One of the generations died very young. Oh, and I gave information which I forget. It was Hanoich. Right. Hanoich died young, but that's a different reason. That's because he was going to say, and Hashem didn't write. Pasuk Havdalit. He was a tzaddik, but it was difficult for him to, to remain righteous. Therefore, he died early. That's a special circumstance. That's a special circumstance. That doesn't mean that, uh, that the, the general principle that the Ramban is proposing does not apply. It ties into your comment about not having enough fear of Hashem. Right, but this was in the opposite. It's because he had fear of Hashem, Hashem didn't want it to change. So he took him out early so that he shouldn't sin. He was going to sin, Hashem took him off. You understand, know Abraham, because he had the fear of God, so therefore he lived longer. Hanoich, because he had the fear of God, and was in danger of sinning and ruining his life, Hashem made him die early. So he shouldn't ruin his life, he should die a righteous person. Not Ramban, Rashi says that. Rashi does not, uh, Ramban does not uh, talk about uh, Hanoich. Point of the question. What difference does it make how long you live? Also. In other words, it doesn't matter how long you live, it depends on how you quality. live your life. In other words, you could, you know, sin for 120 years or be righteous for 30 years. Well, maybe it doesn't make a difference how long you live. Who said that it does make a difference? I think, uh, I don't know, maybe it doesn't make a difference. But there's so much information given about length of life. Oh, so you're asking, what does the Torah tell us? What does the Torah tell us this? Well, it could be that the Torah is telling us this because the Torah wants to tell us that there are brachos, there are blessings that are associated with people who fear Hashem. The ultimate conclusion is, you see, Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov live longer. So there's brachos associated with fear Hashem, person person a person who fears Hashem is a, a more of a chance to live longer than a person who does not fear Hashem. That could be one purpose. 
Another purpose, which we'll maybe we'll discuss if we have time, could be that uh, the Torah wants to set up the backdrop for us behind the sin of the people of the flood and and dispersion. You know, to create for us the uh, the understanding of the environment in which they lived, to understand their sociological uh, reality and what made them come to sin. There could be all kinds of different reasons why the Torah is telling us this. The Ramban doesn't necessarily uh, always deal with the philosophical issue, although a lot he does, of, of, uh, of the information that's provided. Sometimes the Ramban is just analyzing, he says the simple text is telling us this piece of information. The less right, the more chance you have of being less righteous. Right. So that's, that, that was the point that was made, that for Abraham Avinu, that wasn't the problem. But for Hanuk, that was a problem. So uh, Hashem uh, made him live less, actually. Yeah. But that was uh, that he was taken out for a different reason. Abraham was taken out because uh, so he shouldn't see his son sin. That's why he was taken out. So he shouldn't see Ace of sin. So he lost five years of his life for that, for that reason. Okay. So continues Ramban. He says like this. Uh, and uh, you should know that the uh, Rambam in his guide to the perplexed has an explanation as to why the Torah is telling us uh, the length of years of these people and his explanation is not kosher in my eyes his explanation is not uh, proper in my eyes I don't agree what's the Rambam's explanation? the Rambam's explanation my man is Says the Rambam, everybody from the beginning of time lived until the average lifespan of 70 to 80 years. Everyone. The people that are mentioned in the Torah are mentioned as exceptions to the rest of the planet. Okay? So whatever amount of people that are mentioned in the Torah, those are the people that lived that long. Everybody else didn't live that long. That's why the Torah is telling us about them, because the Torah is pointing out to us that there were unique individuals that lived individuals who lived hundreds and hundreds of years more than everybody else. Now says the Rabbam, why the Shabbat Adam, the rest of the people of the Torah Sahim, right uh, in these generations, the years of their lives were regular, uh, natural, regular uh, lives. Right. Why did this person live so long? Why did the person of that lived 800 years and 900 years, why did they live so long? So the Torah tells us because it was a miracle of how they conducted themselves or how they ate their nutrition. Right? So one person, for example, uh, I don't know, they only ate uh, organic, uh, natural, they didn't have high fructose corn syrup, they, uh, you know, they took uh, uh, vitamins every single day, they had a specific diet and only lived in specific uh, cities which didn't have uh, gases that were, that were dangerous, whatever it is, right? So they lived a very natural life and they, were, they had the capacity to control uh, themselves to the point where, to the point where they uh, they lived so long, so the Torah is telling us that they lived this long because they were able to manipulate either themselves or their environment to the point where they lived this length of life, length of life, or they lived this long because of a miracle, because of a, because of an ace, because some miracle happened. But everybody else did not live this long. Just all the Marishim, just the first man was handmade. All the rest of his children were not. So all the Marishim, you could say, maybe the Rambam will agree to the Ramban that he lived this long because he was a because he was the handiwork of Hashem. But the Rambam, the Rambam says that that that's not the case, right? So the Rambam says that's not the case. Everybody lived this long because of their diet or because of a miracle. Could be also true. Maybe the Rambam disagrees with the Ramban with the Marishim too. Maybe the Marishim was supposed to live for seventy years. But because he was very smart, maybe he was able to manipulate his diet. Well, that, that, that's 
I wouldn't hold up according to the person who says that he gave away 70 years to David and he'd be giving up his entire life. Right, it wouldn't hold up. That's a medrash. That's true. That's a medrash. Right, he didn't know that he was gonna, how long he was going to live. Right, now, says the Ramban, very strong language on the Ramban, uh, for, uh, regarding this explanation. Says the Ramban, Vichine, Eila Divrei Ruach. These are literally words of the wind. This explanation are words of the wind, meaning that, uh, that, uh, that they're uh, just, uh, talk. just talk. Right? Vilama, why do I disagree with this? Because Vilama Yiranez of Zebrahem, if you're going to tell me that the reason why these people lived so long was because of some miracle that happened, then why did these people experience a miracle and not everybody else? They they weren't prophets. They weren't righteous. They weren't good. That there should be such a miracle. Now, you're going to tell me that it wasn't a miracle. It was their diet. Or the way that they lived, and their diet, how's it possible that just because they ate alfalfa sprouts, that they lived hundreds and hundreds of years more than everybody else? What kind of diet are we talking about here? We call Adorah from that whole entire generation. Or also, how is it possible that these people lived that long? Nobody wrote a book? Nobody published their findings on the internet, right? Nobody, nobody, uh, nobody had a television show to explain to everybody what to do. There's not one person after the marble that lived for 900 years because he had uh, the information. Everybody all of a sudden started, well, how did that, how does that happen? How, how does that explanation hold up? That's what I'm saying. Etc. It must be that my explanation is the, is the correct one, says Ramban. It must be that my explanation is the correct one, that it is that the reason why they lived so long was because of the atmosphere, not because. The reason why they lived so long was because of the atmosphere, not because of uh, anything else. That's uh, Ramban's explanation. You hear? Okay. What? Hey, how long did he live? Kind. I don't remember. I don't remember. He was the first to die, though, right? Hevel died. He killed him. Killed Hevel. How Right, no, they just mentioned that's it. Right. 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 What? No, but it's the atmosphere. You mean what? The children, right? So this, I mean, the way the Ramban explained it, that's the way it worked. So this is uh, an interesting, an interesting. Uh, this is an interesting oh, perspective. Why? Oh, you mean because like on the tombstones it said, uh, you know, year, year two to nine hundred and two, <laughs> and then they had to make a tombstone and said year two, uh, year nine hundred and two to one thousand and two. So right, you could tell from the tombstones how they made them. That's interesting. Okay. So in next week, so th- this is this is this is what was happening in the parsha. This is what's happening in in this week's parsha. That when the universe is created, right, the way that the universe is created is not the way the universe that we live in now. You know, the same way somebody told me that the uh, cells in the mouth or in the whole digestive tract change every forty-eight hours to they re- regenerate them. They're new cells, right? Is that correct? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. 
So, uh, so it's the same thing. The universe is not the same universe that we lived in, uh, that, that was created. The universe that we live in now is much more, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a generic copy. Like when you go into the supermarket, you see, uh, I don't know, Zentac medicine for uh, heartburn. And then you see uh, the Albertsons brand or the Safeway brand, and it says, compared to Zentac. So this is also the same thing. Our universe is compared to creation. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same quality over there. It's actually, the medicine is the same, but by us, it's not. The, it's not the same quality. It's different. If we would live, if we would be transplanted back in time, and we would live in that universe, perhaps maybe we'd also live uh, 900, 800 years before the marble. Can't be the How long did the women live? They don't live longer in Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to Ramban, yeah, everybody lived that long. Huh? They may live a little bit longer in Florida. No, there's no study that they would stay for longer. I think Hawaii has the longest. Really? Yeah, almost. Japan has longevity. Hawaii is longer than Florida. Hawaii is right. Okinawa has the longest. Right, eat rice. Eat rice, right. Move to the Middle East. Eat rice. In China, they actually eat rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay, so that maybe that's the reason. Well, according to Maimonides, the Rambam, it does matter because his explanation says it's the diet that made a difference. Let me tell you, Jewish food is not so healthy. It's high in cholesterol. I mean, I, I think chopped liver has killed more Jews than the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, what about, but the chicken fats probably didn't. Right. The chicken fats very healthy. I was, I was brought up on Tishkin. You know, that's what it is. I made it. I made it. I thought it was just killing. So far, it's a lot of The Jewish food is... Right, and you're right. Oh, yeah, but according to the Rambam, it's the yeah, diet, the yeah. diet. It's, it's the diet. Right. Right. Well, the Rambam, right, the Rambam wrote a uh, work about, uh, about how a person should diet or what they should eat. And the main thing is not to eat too much. Always don't and never overeat. That's the worst, according to the Rambam. Overeating is the worst, according to the Rambam in the Wars of Dales. The Ram says that you overeat, you tax the digestive tract, and it messes up the whole system. That's the worst thing. Okay, fine. How does he define the atmosphere as opposed to heaven? He says the air. He says the word avir. The, the Rambam's words are only avir. He just says, which means air. So, uh, Shemayim, I don't know what Shemayim means. That, that's, I guess that means higher. Shemayim means the space uh, above the atmosphere. The air means the immediate vicinity of where human beings live. So, that's how he defines it, I guess. I don't know if, he, you know, outer space changed or not. He's saying that the, it's the, the air quality must have changed as a result of the marble, or, or as a result of the flood. Uh, no, this is the physical reality. Physical reality, I think. I don't think it's it's, it's a physical reality. Okay, so now we see another example of this. We see another example of this in next week's Pasha, Pasha's Noach, chapter eight, twenty-two, verse number twenty-two. After the uh, um, Hashem promises uh, that He's not going to destroy the world, He says like this: "Od kol yemei haaretz." Zera v'kotzir v'kor v'chom v'kayet v'chora v'yon v'layla lo yish bosir. It's never going to happen again that the seasons, that day and night, is ever going to cease. It's never going to cease to 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 work again. It's going to continue to keep going. It's going to be the same way that it was before. That's what. That's what the. Uh, that's the simple explanation of the verse. Simple explanation of the verse is, is that, the, seasons, the solar. Uh, calendar, the movements of the sun and the, and the, and the, and the movement of the earth, vis-a-vis the sun, etc., were suspended for the flood. And now that it was the the, the situation was re- retracted, returned back to normal, it's never going to stop again. That's the simple explanation of the pasuk. The Sapuno, however, is like this: Lo yishbosu milahasmid al oisin al oisin built TV. They're not going to. Uh, stop 
from continuing on that facet built TV that is not natural that I've set for them after the after the flood. This, what does this mean? That the sun is going to now veer on the on the circle or on the ball turned from the equator of the day. Right. So what's going to be until now? Before the flood, says the Sephorno, Before the flood, the uh, the Earth revolved on its axis. Right. But we know that it's tilted like this. We know it's tilted. But before the flood, says the Sephorno, the Earth was straight. There was no tilt on the axis. The equator was not tilted. The equator went around and was completely straight. Right? Now, so, so what happened after the flood was is that Hashem tilted the whole planet to revolve on its axis on a tilted way when it goes around the, when it goes around the sun. And because it was veered, it caused the change in all the seasons. Because before the flood, the Shemesh, or the sun always went on the on the equator, straight around, without a tilt. And it was always springtime. It was always like winter in Arizona. It was always like uh, Hawaii. The, the there was no such thing, says the Sifuno, as there was no such thing as winter and summer before the flood. Because the because the the earth was straight. Now that the earth was now the earth was tilted, that created the seasons. But before the air was perfect, the temperature was perfect, it was not cold. It was not hot. It was always like springtime before Pesach. And because of this, because it was perfect, now we're getting a little bit of a deeper insight. Because it was perfect, it was a perfect atmosphere for the grass, the trees, and the length of days of people. So the Sapuno is suggesting that the reason why we're affected in the, in the longevity of our lives is because we experience different seasons. We experience winter, summer, fall, right, spring, whatever it is. We experience different seasons. Those change in the seasons is what affects us the most in terms of the, our constitution and, and how long we live. And that was not affected. That was not affected before the flood. That was only affected after the flood. And that's the interpretation of the verse. That now it will the 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 um, the seasons will not stop going the way that I set them up now to work in a dysfunctional fashion. So the Ramban just said that the atmosphere changed, but the Ramban didn't explain how the atmosphere changed. The support is giving you an opinion about how the atmosphere changed. That the way that it changed is that the sun became tilted on its axis in its revolution around its axis and while it's going around the sun, which created the seasons and that caused uh, 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 a dysfunctionality in our relationship towards the environment in terms of the fact that we didn't live as long as we, we lived then. It could be that there was so much water on the earth that it, it tilted. That could explain the change in the atmosphere. Maybe the flood... The weight of the water changed the axis? Yeah. The same that could be that could be an explanation. The only thing is is that it's still not going to change that the reason that God arranged it this way so that it should be this way. So However, he did it. Explain the, the difference in, in other words, why did it go from 900 to 600 to 400? Why did it just change right away once the seasons hit? Oh, yeah. So maybe according to Soprano, it did change right away. Or it could be, or it could be according to the Sephorno. No, it didn't change right away because we see the years that they lived. Right. So it could be according to the Sephorno. You'll say that uh, that it also has to do with their constitution. Like you see, for example, that Shem's, like Ramban said, that Shem's son was able to live 
uh, a little bit longer, was able to live for 600 years, even though he was already living after the model because of his own constitution. So that, that's, you know, that, that, that's how he was affected. So maybe it happened slowly because uh, people, the genes, the DNA, whatever, was still being passed down with a stronger constitution, which it took time for things to change. Maybe the length of years is like an aircraft carrier, you know, it takes a long, a lot of power to, to, to turn it around. Right, to stop it and turn it around. You, know, you can't just stop it on the dime. That's the way it goes. Va'omar, she the Torah is telling us here in Parshas Noach that this is going to remain for the rest of time. Until Hashem fixes the earth, the dysfunctionality, the, 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 the problem that was created in the earth, Shinas the bar marble that the marble that the that the marble created, because it's going to be says the supernal that it's going to return uh, to um, it's going to return to the way that it was. Okay, so we conclude with one final statement. It's perhaps maybe just to answer Paul's question is that is that is that if we look, my teacher once said Rabbi T. Berkowitz, uh, um, he should live and be well. He said that that uh, that the contributing factor to the fact that the that this, uh, excuse me to, to the fact that the the people of um, of the flood before the flood were sinning, like the Torah says, one of the contributing factors is that when you are very comfortable, so it's very difficult to be spiritual when you're very comfortable. When you're in a very comfortable environment and you have. Uh, enough money to be, uh, you know, uh, you have wide open spaces, you live in a nice house and drive a nice car, go to nice things and, dry and, and eat nice food, etc. So then, then it becomes very easy to become, uh, so to speak, euphemistically fat and, and, and uh, perhaps maybe uh, a little bit arrogant and, uh, and forget about Hashem. So this is what happened to these people. They lived in, uh, you know, everybody was living in Hawaii, basically. Everything was perfect. Everything was perfect. The air was perfect. The atmosphere was perfect. Everybody lived. Nobody died uh, prematurely, basically. Uh, or you know, most people lived for hundreds and hundreds of years. And so this, they, they took for granted. They became, uh, they became, uh, as the Torah describes, they became involved in, in, in behaviors which eventually caused the destruction of the uh, the destruction of the universe as they knew it. So perhaps maybe the Torah is telling us this whole situation in order to paint for us the background of the sociology of the people that lived at that time. Okay, that's what I wanted to share with everybody. Have a good job. Thank you.